0: 104.7's Ryan and Tanya. Get up with Ryan and Tanya. They're just like you, only much weirder. For a faulty joint replacement compensation claim, today. You hit 104.7.
1: I went to see Seinfeld on Friday night. Yeah, good oh. on you. You've been
0: wanting to see him for, like,
1: I got years. The, well, I got the tickets for Christmas, and it was the first time he's been here in 19 years. Wow. And um, incredible former. He's in his 60s, right? Jeez. He comes down and does a 90-minute set. And when you think of, like, bands and stuff, like... You know, you got a whole crew and a this and a screen. There's, there's no flashy lights. There's no nothing. It's just nothing him, to hide behind. Nothing, nowhere to hide. Him, microphone. That's it. In front of thousands of people, and just bangs out ninety minutes of the best stuff.
2: And it's really, it was really good.
1: Unbelievable. Yeah. You hear about people who are a, you know, just cashing in at the end of a great yep. career. Nah, he's like every syllable, just wow. everything just perfect. And there is something to say about seeing someone who is the best at what they do, doing what they do best in their hour, and you just go, yeah. That's mm. why he's there. it's not one of those. Oh yeah, and uh, everyone just left, going like just sort of nodding, going yeah. Yeah. One god. He does ninety minutes. He kicks everyone out, and then twenty minutes later, there's a new three or four thousand. <sighs> actually, would have been more than that. Probably five to ten thousand. Uh, and then he does the whole thing again. Wow. What a pro in his sixties. Um, now Seinfeld's always done this bit. I
2: wonder how much he makes per show.
1: Oh, well, there's hundreds per seat, <sighs> yeah. and like when you do the maths, it's unbelievable. Now um, and he doesn't
2: have to pay a lot of people, like you said.
1: Well, that's mm. the best thing about it. He'd be paying
2: for the venue and yep. maybe his manager and that's about it.
1: Yeah. Now, I watched him do this bit on Pop-Tarts on YouTube in like 2011. So six years ago, mm. I saw him do this thing. And then you know, on YouTube, there's like related videos. And so there's a, a little five-minute documentary of him, how he wrote the Pop-Tart bit. Right? Mm. So I've watched this Pop-Tart bit like ten times. I've watched a documentary on how he wrote it and he said it took him three years to figure out the punch. Like, he just didn't know how to end it.
2: Three years. So he
1: he goes, oh, I've got this bit. I just don't know how it's going to finish. So I'll just, I don't know. And he never quite got around to it. And then he finally got around to how it finishes after three years. And, like, I've watched the documentary many times. I've watched the bit about Mm. five or six times. And then he comes out and says... The Pop-Tart, by the way. (laughs) And does the... And I was like... (gasps) He's doing it. I'm yeah. going to see the bit. I'm going to... And he just crushes it and it's just like perfect. It goes about three or four minutes and it, and I knew every word before he said wow. it. But I was still just like, yes. And he
2: does deliver it really like the same every time? Like it's really...
1: Every syllable is perfect. Rehearsed, yeah. yeah and wow. in the documentary goes, sometimes when a sentence is a bit long and you want to get to the punchline, I'll just shave like a, f- a syllable off a word or somewhere like that. And Amazing. Just, yeah, it's unbelievable. I want
2: to hear the Pop-Tart joke.
1: Well, it's a three minute bit. It's not like just knock, knock. <laughs> yeah but you can find it online, I'm sure um I don't want to spoil the ending for you and, and tell someone else's punchline. yeah true true um it was almost the perfect evening until and well it wasn't until the whole time
2: yeah.
1: two rows back from me mm. I'm gonna call her the literal comedy fan <laughs> or actually no, I'll call her the uh the I don't understand rhetorical questions fan' because she was just, I don't know if this lady was a bit special, but Seinfeld does a lot of like oh have you ever noticed and she's yeah, like that's his thing. I have noticed that <laughs> and I was like oh god, oh, god. and he goes oh, have you ever seen people doing the thing where oh my god I have seen people do that. <laughs> I have. And I'm like, that's what, like, observational comedy is. It's it's a bit relatable and it's, it's everyday stuff. Like, that's what he does. And everyone's yeah. like, just it's fine. Like, if Calm it's down, funny, babe. you laugh. And if it's really great, you clap. And if it's okay, you smile. But you don't need to. <laughs> do you remember okay, back you smile. In the smile. Yeah. Do you remember back in the day when people used to. <laughs> 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 people did used to do that.
2: Maybe she was just, you know, a few champagnes in on a first date.
1: If that was a first date. Mark my word, there will not be a second. <laughs> <laughs> but otherwise, the perfect evening. Seinfeld, what a legend. You know I've never what seen
0: an did? episode of Seinfeld.
1: Get out of the studio. Thanks for coming in. Appreciate it, though. Get up
0: with Ryan and Tanya. Hit 104.7. Right now,
1: 131060. Are you buying human food for your non-human dog?
0: Yeah. Um, uh, My
2: boyfriend works in a cafe and took out two plates of Vegemite toast and was instructed by the man who ordered them to put them on the ground for his two dogs while he had a coffee.
1: Put them down there. Did Tom have to actually bend down and...
2: I don't know. I guess so, yeah.
1: Is that a bit patronising? Probably. Just put them on the floor, mate.
2: Yeah, but I wonder if he took them off the plate or not. Because you think if the dogs... You know when dogs are excited to eat, would they smash the plate?
1: They're not at a Greek wedding, they're at a cafe. <laughs> yeah,
2: but I don't know. Don't no, you get excited when you have breakfast? You're like, yes! And if you were a dog, you'd be even more excited. <laughs> all right, 13, 10, 60. How aggressive
1: do you get when you're eating food? <laughs> Tanya hasn't eaten for six hours, guys. If we could just get everyone to clear out the restaurant and just put the food straight on the table. No,
2: but do you ever have dinner with someone, right, and you've not eaten all day and mm. you can't even talk because you're just shoveling, shoveling
1: it in? Shoveling it in. Sorry, did you say something? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I just told you the story right, of right, my right, life. Right. Yeah. Um, let's go to Catherine. What's your dog eating?
3: Oh, good morning, guys. How are you? Good, thank good you. Uh,
1: how how's your dog faring at the moment?
3: Well, mine actually isn't a dog, but I did have a kitten a few years ago, and uh, it was really typical of a sunny, like a summer weekend. Yeah. Um, we would treat ourselves to going to get like a Magnum ice cream, and um, you know we used to eat this on the balcony, and she used to just sit at our feet, paws together big eyes, just looking off at us going, you know, where's mine? Yeah. Reluctantly, as you do, you, you give in to the animal because you love them so much. Mm-hmm. And she would just devour this Magnum ice cream like there was no tomorrow. <laughs> she would just absolutely love
1: it. Is a Magnum ice cream just as big as its head?
3: Oh, I'm not too sure. Like It's just like the classic one, you know, yeah. like mm-hmm. and you have the beautiful ice cream on the inside, but things got really interesting when you used to get the caramel ones because she used to lick it and she, you know, it kind of sits to the roof of their mouth a little bit. But um oh, Those
1: magnum egos. Yeah. yeah. The, I mean, that's a good time. The ego is a good time. Mm. I've never met someone who doesn't like an ego and mm. I've liked them back. Mm. That's a fact. Uh, I was going to make
2: an ego joke about you, but I thought you've taken that one.
1: No, go on. Nah, nah, know, nah, 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 nah. Well, uh, I'll go. Uh, gee, Ryan, surprised you need any more ego. There could,
0: we go. Kate,
1: um, Kate, who do you think's got a bigger ego out of this? No, Santa that's or not, not what we're Sorry, doing. Uh, Kate, actually, uh, I'd be
2: interested to know now.
1: Kate, what do you think?
3: Good morning. I had a beautiful day yesterday morning. I took my dog Ruby to the Rose Cottage Cafe while I had my muslin coffee. She had a bowl of milk and cut up Vegemite toast on sourdough. What the hell are these dogs and cats on living? And they went for a beautiful walk.
1: Right, so uh, tell me, do we know for a fact, is it proven that the dogs do like the Vegemite?
3: She does, but it's only once in a blue moon she'll do it. But we had a lovely morning yesterday. Mm,
2: Sounds like it. It's a a better morning morning than me. I didn't really move till midday.
1: Gigi, you're not painting yourself well this morning.
2: Nah, nah, I've given up. Hey, Zara, what about you, girl? Um, What human food is your dog eating?
3: Well, my dog loves a steak every Saturday night. My dad will buy a steak himself. If it's not big enough to cut in half and share with the dog, he'll buy the dog a
1: steak. Yep, good, good. (laughs) Every Every
3: Saturday night. Every Saturday has to be cooked rare, otherwise... He'll just put it aside and throw out the overcooked bits. Yeah, will will He'll push the plate back
1: and go, picky. come on, you're better than that. <laughs>
3: yep. Yeah. So then, yeah, she gets any food we get. My partner will take the bacon out of his subway and give it to the dog. Like, anything we cook will basically cook extra for her. The bacon is so the best she's... part of the subway. You pay extra um, for that. Yeah, he'll, he'll pay extra. Like, he'll get a, an extra bit of bacon in a bag separate and bring it around for her as well.
1: Unbelievable. Now, similar to when you go to any kind of, you know, Leagues club or something, uh, are they are you offering like a Diane sauce <laughs> or a mushroom or a gravy, maybe a, pe- a pepper sauce? I mean, I've never actually asked her if she'd like a sauce. I think she just likes a steak be almost,
3: but mm. I'll start asking her
1: now. I mean, if you want to treat your dog right, then you'll <laughs> yeah. do the right thing.
2: Also, it be an interesting conversation to see what she says back.
1: <laughs> considering it's a dog. <laughs> it's a dog. Uh, Would you like a diet, gravy? <laughs> give it a multiple choice question and just goes, uh, woof. uh Jasmine. Finish this up yeah. for us. Uh, what is your dog eating?
3: Um, well, it wasn't my dog. It was my grandparents' dog. Mm. So whatever they had for dinner, he would have the same, including dessert. Oh,
1: God, I want to be a uh, dog. And we, were your grandparents uh, like they're big dessert people? Like I'm, I'm, I'm picturing like a creamy pavlova or something.
3: Yeah, so ice cream with chocolate topping every night without fail. So he'd get the same, and it got to the point where he was so overweight. They took him to the vet, mm. and
1: he had to be
2: put on a strict diet because he had high cholesterol. Oh yeah, because you, you can't. Have, they because I don't think dogs can stomach it really. Like yes, they like it, but I don't think they can
1: like it, live off is it. Is chocolate actually not good for dogs, or is it just the guy in the Oreo ad saying that because he doesn't want to give the Oreo to the dog? You know the ad I'm talking Yeah about? yeah
2: yeah. all oh, right chocolate's not good, good for, for dogs. dogs. I don't think it is good for dogs.
1: Oh, so the kid's right. Yeah. He's not just being a selfish jerk. Yeah. No, good on him. Oh, that is a genuine surprise
2: but do you think like is jasmine still there
1: you, yeah you Jazz, know jasmine if
2: if someone like borrowed the dog or borrowed the dog Look. like like looked after the dog surely they would just give it you know tin food would the dog have an issue with that
3: he wouldn't eat it so if <laughs> you had like for example like sausages and mash for dinner then that's what he got or like bolognese that's what he got so yeah there was carers that knew... Um, when they went away, whatever they were having for dinner, so was he.
1: (laughs) I don't know why. I'm just imagining some little rich kid like Richie Rich and going to stay in his cousin's and the plate comes out and just pushing the plate aside and being like... I'm no used thanks. To better. I'm better <laughs> than that's,
0: this. That's literally what it was like. <laughs> Get up with Ryan and Tanya. Kit 104.7.
1: Earlier this morning, we invited everyone to call through with their good news stories about what's happening in Canberra because I feel like every time you look at the news, especially this weekend, Ugh. I mean, some heavy stuff on the, oh, no. on like the news. Kim right? Jong-un and Trump, what's that? Uh, it's actually Kim Jong-un. It's about Guam apparently, so I'm still not sure about that. But uh, and then there's all the protests and stuff like that. Uh, It's pretty full on. So we say everyone call in and let's make a news bulletin with only good news um, and only from right here in Canberra. Kat from the newsroom, have have you prepared your notes?
4: Definitely not. Uh, Ryan has written this. I have not read it for your information. Hey, it's Katarina Slavich or Cat024 on Snapchat if you've got nudes. <laughs> and Canberra, here's some bloody great Canberra news. <laughs> Ash was looking through the paper with her boyfriend and saw a car she liked. saw
3: an ad and he said, well, why don't you go test drive one? So, walked into the dealership and walked out with a
4: car. Before dropping an F-bomb live on air, Josh <laughs> shared news of a very manly purchase.
3: Um, I got a new set of muddies on my full drive.
4: Sarah from Amaru is pretty pumped about our Canberra Raiders. The game was good, but I think Sarah is just pumped with the end result. The end result. End result. <laughs> Not during the game, just the end result. So good. Good to see them finally. Coming back, winning a few games, and hopefully we can get a couple more wins and make the eight. Yeah. Local <laughs> legend Ryan John. Found no. Editorialized. Excuse me. Uh, this Ryan. Is amen. Star, start from
1: the start. Uh, amen. Start from the start. <gasps>
4: Local legend Ryan John found a new hottie on Instagram to keep an eye on and he thinks everyone should get around
1: her. Yeah, look, I know it's winter now, so you might have to scroll down a fair bit to find the bikini pics, but trust me, they're there. Look it up. It's oh! at Cat <laughs> Slavish.
4: <laughs> <laughs> fully sick Dave in Greenway is celebrating his fully sick birthday and is planning a big one bro sorry
1: what was the last sorry
4: one? he's fully planning a big one bro nah
1: going out next weekend for dinner at the Hellenic Club and then getting, heading out to straight up
4: fully sick Dave can fully hit me up on Insta and slide into my DMs oh my anytime. time I'm Cat from the newsroom and Canberra get that bloody good news into ya <laughs> what are you doing. That's supposed to
2: be a good news segment. It was just send nudes to cats. I don't appreciate that.
1: If, uh, excuse me, if a, a couple of nudes from Felistic Dave rocked up, would you not think that's good news? <laughs> no.
4: Sorry, Dave. Oh, sorry, sorry, Felistic segment.
1: Felistic yeah. Dave. Dave. Yeah. it's really ended that on a yeah. low. Yeah, geez,
4: Yay, nudes! Ryan and Tanya. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god, that turned around real quick. <laughs> Get up with
0: Ryan and Tanya.
1: Kit 104.7. It is time for the big announcement that we've been promising across the weekend and all morning. It's just gone 8 o'clock on Monday the 14th of August and, uh, some big news. Some big news that, uh, I mean, mm. Canberra Radio is going to sound a little bit different. A little bit different. And I don't want to over dramatise things, but oh, really? I, have, <laughs> I have ordered a countdown. Okay. So, um, is there any sort of final? Thing, uh, or Should we just, just rip the band aid off? Or? I think we just go straight for it, guys. Do you want to say anything? Let's do it. Um, all all I'll say is it's uh, it's been fun. It's it's been fun, and it's been it's been emotional. And I feel like that's someone else's catchphrase. Let's just play the thing. Eight, seven,
3: six, five, four, three, two, one.
1: We are leaving. We are leaving this fine city and we're gonna rim Canberra. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, we're doing a five-day road trip around the rim of Canberra, and we are starting our first stop at my favorite Bungendor.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yep. 5 shows in 5 days from 5 different small towns around the rim of Canberra. It'll be great to get a taste a bit of, fresh air. Yeah, a bit of taste of that country air. And uh, it's going to be delicious and we'll be heading out of the city because I feel like we have a lot of listeners we do, who, yeah. are, who work the rim <laughs> and um, and I think it's time to instead of us just sitting here in the city yeah. to get out there to the people because we've got a lot of people who listen and we we, we talk about Canberra a lot and we're really proud of where we live but I feel like we need to start including... All of these small towns on the outskirts of the of town, and just to
2: see what's around, and yep. you know maybe it could encourage some tourism to other parts of the absolutely. areas.
1: Because and I'm not just saying this. There is some beautiful towns within like an hour or so of, of Canberra that really are just ripe for a good old day trip. Um,
2: absolutely. Well, you know personally, I'm a big fan of Bung'andor So yep. much I always want Bung and more. <laughs>
1: Oh, how um, much time have you been sitting on that all morning?
2: Bung and door, bug and more.
1: And then we'll announce the rim and then I'll say this joke about bung and more.
2: <laughs> And everyone will love it. And hopefully it'll make the promo, Maddie. Um, <laughs> no, but uh, I, I go there all the time. Like at least once a month I'm in bug Because yeah. I really like the the Woodworks Cafe. They do a really solid soup? S-
1: I love soup. On the board tomorrow, put this down. How far have you gone for a soup? Because that is unbelievable. (laughs) No,
2: but also just the drive out there is really nice. It's just a really nice town. It's just nice to get a little break.
1: All right, so we're doing five different shows, and this is in two weeks' time, five different shows from five different towns, and we are starting in Bungandore. So 131060, if we're going to take this whole show to Bungandore... Where do we need to go? Exactly what places in Bungendore do we need to go to? Who do we need to meet? Who yes, are the legends of Bungendore? Even,
2: even like a publican or just some rando uh, high schooler who's just a ledge?
1: Yep. If you want to invite us over, um, trust me, this company is cheap and we'll take any place we can stay.
2: Oh, we don't have accommodation booked.
1: 13... Well, just, <laughs> when I say we'll take anything... Oh I mean, are you joking? I, there's not a lot I wouldn't say no to. Yeah, all right. Um, 13, 10, Get around us. We're going to small towns, 131060. Where should we go in Bungendore, 131060. Join us in the rimming of Canberra. Get up with
0: Ryan and Tanya. Hit (laughs)
1: 104.7. Going to Rim Canberra, Ryan and Tanya Rim Canberra happening in two weeks' time. We are doing five shows from five different small towns around the, the rim. rim of Canberra, so we'll be circling right around the town and going to all the great places starting in Bungendore. And oh, it feels right, doesn't it, Tanya? Mate,
2: I'm so excited! This is to start in Bungandor is just the right way to start. And we'll let you know as the days progress, all the different towns we will be going to. But for Bungandor right now, we want to know, like, what we should do, who we should see, where we should eat, anything we want to know.
1: Now we have the self-proclaimed queen of Bungandor, Oi. Lily. Lily, what makes you the queen of, of town? Oh, I'm
3: just kind of a really cool person, so mm. that's just how. Would yeah, you, nah.
1: Would you say you're kind of a big cool, yeah. deal in Bungandor? People know I you? me. Do people know uh, you in yeah. Bungandor? Big deal?
3: Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of a big deal, you know. Um, I've lived here pretty much my whole life, so everyone knows me and everyone knows everyone and my whole family's from here, so... yeah. What's right. the population of Bungandor? Oh, God. I think it's about... I don't know. It's probably 4,500 people, but it's really actually probably 6,000.
1: Yeah, right. I don't know. That's <laughs> not a lot, is it? No, not a lot. Well, we'll be bringing the whole crew down there just to give a little, little bump. Bump it up. Um, now, Lily, what... If there's one thing you'd recommend people do when they're in Bungendore, what would that one thing be?
3: Hit up the Lake George Hotel.
1: The Lake George Hotel.
3: It's the sickest place. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Top Pub's good too. I like the Top Pub too. The Top, top
1: Pub. Or the Just Lake the George pub. Hotel.
2: Just go to the pub. Just any pub, get in there. Yeah,
1: um, there's been a bit of a running joke in the office about how is keeping it sick or being fully sick and now to I hear that the Lake George Hotel is fully sick, does that get you over the line, Tan?
2: <laughs> Oh, I'm doing that as a joke because you know how I'm old. I'm sort of doing it to be sort of like...
1: Keeping it sick, bro. Shuckers.
2: Oh, shut up, man. Well,
1: we can shucker it to the Lake George Hotel. <sighs>
2: oh, Brad, what about you, bro? <laughs> 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 trying to be young. What should we do?
3: Just beside the pub is the
1: Guna Do Bakery, and that's where you've got to go for your breakfast and coffee. Guna Do Bakery, just next door to the pub. There. Um, if I wake up in the pub, will they deliver next door?
3: Uh, you can always ask. Boys well, probably will.
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, and I'll put a question.
2: Brian, just put your track pants on and go down the next <laughs> yes, morning. Yes. You'll be fine. Do they do a Lamington there, Brad?
1: Yes, they do. Yes, <laughs> stupid <laughs> <laughs> question. All right, well, uh, Tanya will see you there. So we're hearing about the lamp. That sounds fun. Of I love a bakery. Yeah, especially a country bakery. I they- feel like
2: you can't really find a good, oh, except for Dobbinsons. I find it really hard to find a pie in Canberra.
1: A pie in Canberra? Yeah. Well,
2: like you- a bakery, like a bakery that does a solid pie. I mean, maybe they exist.
1: I'm sure they would. I, we'll just again, never- I feel like I can never find- <laughs> <laughs> Uh Erin, what should we do in Bungendore?
3: Uh, You guys absolutely need to head out to the Royal and meet Scotty out there, he's the publican there and his lovely wife Lara, they will show you a really good time and they're just <laughs> top people and Scotty is a laugh a minute. He's the guy that everyone wants at the party. Oh, You will not regret going. Let's I actually get
1: Scotty on to co-host. Yeah, I remember Scotty, um, when we did Postcode Poetry last year about Bungandor, everyone was like you got to meet Scott from the pub, you got to oh, meet okay. Scott from the pub and everyone he was... He
3: is just a legend and I've known them for years before they were in Bungandor but Bungandor is so lucky to have them now and um, when they did a Koala bushfire fundraiser. Um, he was out there doing that and he just, yeah, he's got a big heart, but oh. he's the laugh a minute. Yeah, I'm already
1: we'll sold on this guy. On. We'll have to get him on. It sounds like he's the kind of guy we'll need his permission to go there. <laughs> As in, like, will you allow us in your yeah. presence, Sir Scott? Um, if you're just joining us, we have announced this morning that we are going to be rimming Canberra, <laughs> going right around the outside of the circle to all the small towns, starting in Bungendore. This is going to take place in two weeks' time. Uh, let's go to Jack. Good morning, Jack. Hey, how you going? Good, thanks. Now, you—how long have you lived in Bungendorf for? Uh
3: forever.
1: Forever. All right. Are, are we allowed to to bring the show to your town?
3: Yeah, as long as you come see
1: me at the bakery. Ah. Are, are
2: you at the same bakery that we just heard from?
1: Yeah, I'm the baker. Oh, hey, oh you're now, the pie man. <laughs> <laughs>
2: the pie man is on.
1: Um, yep. Jack, Tanya has talked about pies and Lamington's uh, in the last two minutes, which, to be honest, is six to nine weekdays. Uh <laughs> no, it's not. But, uh, mm. Jack, <laughs> give us, a, like, what? what's your specialty of, of those two things?
3: Oh, look, any
1: of the pies here will rock your world. Mm. Good. It's a big call. It's a big call. Uh, what, how early are you guys open in the morning there, Jack? Uh, we open at three.
2: Mate, breakfast pies, did are you just kidding say, me? Sorry,
1: did you say three? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I think when we were talking about early morning coffees a few weeks ago, someone must have mentioned you because it was the earliest coffee in that town. That is in ridiculously oh, well, early. Usually
3: Wait,
2: is that open to the public or just open because you're baking? No,
3: open. Are you kidding? Nothing you can
2: get a problem. coffee and a pie at 3am? Yep. Let's move the show full yeah, time full to Bunda. Are you there. kidding
1: That is unbelievable. Well, Jack, we'll be seeing you in a few weeks, mate. That sounds unbelievable. Um, tomorrow on the show, we will announce the next town. As we circle the rim of Canberra and it sounds like already Bungendore is going to be a lot of fun, a lot of mm-hmm. people to meet and see. And uh, we know a lot of people drive from these towns into Canberra each day or they just listen and like we said before, I feel like, you know, we always talk about Canberra and stuff like that. So it's it's time for those small towns to shine.
2: Celebrated.
1: Yeah. So if you want to get involved, 131060 or jump on our Facebook page. We want to know who we're going to meet. We want to know where to go. And... Uh, I can taste. You're excited, aren't you? Well, I mean a a. 3am coffee and pie.
2: Yeah, forget
0: about it.
1: Let's just stay for the week in (laughs) Bunga
0: Get up with Ryan and Tanya. Kit 104.7. Ryan and
4: Tanya's tribe. Before You Buy.
1: All right, so there's a lady a few suburbs over from me and she's selling a few (laughs) kitchen items on Gumtree. Now, you listening in your car, Tanya, producer Maddie's in as well. I'm going to get you guys to sort of feel her out, you know, Mm. see what kind of person she is. And do you think that she will let me try the products before I buy the products? And
2: what are they this week?
1: Um, Just some sort of kitchen items. We've got like an ice bucket and a few utensils and stuff like that. All right. And um, not overly expensive, Mm. but uh, worth giving a try before you buy or so I would believe. Let's have a listen. Hello, Lee
3: speaking.
1: Yeah, hi Lee. My name's Ryan. Um, are you the one selling the the ice bucket and the tongs on Gumtree?
3: Yes, I am.
1: Yeah, cool. Um, I was just wondering what's included because a lot of the kitchen packs have all sorts of different utensils and bits and pieces. So like, what, what's...
3: it's just the ice bucket and the tongs inside. So yeah, that's
1: all it is. Yeah, excellent. Um, and is it, it it looks in pretty good nick on the website? Is it is it new or used or?
3: used it's only been once or twice i don't actually think it has been used i think we've just bought it and put it in the cupboard um and it's just gathered dust basically no it's in exceptionally good condition
1: yeah great um i I like to kind of just get a vibe of of what i'm buying before i sort of hand over the money if i were to come round with a couple of mates bring a few bricardi breezes and just you know just ice up the bowl (laughs) put the drinks in there just to test it out how do you think that would go (laughs) All right.
2: Okay. First of all, it's Bacardi, not Bracardi. <laughs>
1: Wait, no, what did you say?
2: Bacardi. Yeah,
1: that's what I said. <laughs>
2: you said Bracardi.
1: Bracardi breezes.
2: Yeah, but it's Bacardi.
1: No, but like breezes, bra breezes. Bacardi breezes. breezes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You got it now. You got it now. Yeah. Got it
2: now. Uh, I don't think, I don't think so. I think she's going to say no.
1: Really, ten. Honestly, I've mate. never heard anyone more keen for a sale. It's in ex- It's in exceptional condition. Yeah. She's, she's like, I'm just collecting dust. She's oh, ready. How yeah, much yeah. is it? Uh, I think it was in the 20s or $30, right? Like, it wasn't, wasn't heaps. But she wants to get rid of this. Did you see how
2: quickly she backpedalled? It was, oh, maybe once or twice I've used actually never acceptable <laughs> conditioning. <laughs> no, I reckon she's going to say no. <laughs> uh, no, it's
3: totally up to 45. <laughs> Sandy, you got it right. <laughs>
1: Um, which is sad that Maddie got it wrong, but what's more sad is that the three of us aren't going to head around to her (laughs) place and have those (laughs) Riccardi breezes after all. Hit 104.7.